Indeed, our Lord and our God, this afternoon, accept our praises to go high. Because we need your glory down now. We need your presence as always in this place, oh God. We thank you for this wonderful afternoon that you've brought us together in your presence, oh God. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father God, for this is the year, Father God, that you promised blessings upon us. Thank you, King of Glory, for this, your people, the saints who have come before you, King of Glory. Lord Jesus, thank you that you have brought them for a reason and for a purpose, not because they have nothing to do, not because they were dormant where they were, but because you have a reason and a purpose as to why you brought them here. I pray, my master, that in the name of Jesus, may you meet, reach, and touch each and every one of them in a special way. Father, open the hearts of these, your saints, oh God, to listen to your word, to understand it, King of glory. I pray for the clarity of what you have prepared in my heart, oh God. Father God, may every word say that I will be speaking and all the meditations of all our hearts be accepted in your sight, my Lord and my Redeemer, in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. God is good. And all the time. God is good. And all the time. When we say, yeah, thank you. When we said, wow, you people, we said, wow. I worked in the hospital. In the hospital where I serve the Lord is... There are people who have not gotten an opportunity to say, wow. Their hands are paralyzed. They cannot clap hands anymore. Others, they have chopped it because they are sick. Others could not talk. Those are my parishioners. They couldn't talk. They want to talk, but they can't talk. But for you who are here, God has given you the opportunity to speak, to talk, and to have hands. And when you said, Wow. I feel so embarrassed, but anyway, that is good. God is good. And all the time. Hallelujah. Now, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Now I know. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, when the Lord has given you life, you imagine we are in another year, 2024. The Lord has given us life. We didn't apply for it. Some people who wish to be here, they are not here. And if we say, wow, we say, wow, from the bottom of our hearts, amen. I am Reverend Pascal Ochunkoma. I am the chaplain of St. Luke's Chapel, Mulago Hospital, where the Lord has placed me to serve. I am also a wife of one man and a mother of boys and girl and a grandmother of boys. This is how young I am. Praise the Lord. But above all, I am a believer of our Lord Jesus Christ. I am born again. I'm a priest, but also a born again servant of the Lord. Amen. 
I am proud of Jesus Christ who gave me salvation. From the time he gave me salvation, I tried with my all level best to walk with him. Even when it is tough, I try to walk with him. I try even when I'm crawling, I said, God lift my hand, hold my hand. So I'm not saying anything, but I'm saying I'm still walking with the Lord. Amen. For those who are new in this church, this is my home. This is my home. You are my mother church. You are the one who sent me in the marriage of ministry. So I am so blessed when I am always called here to come and minister here. Amen. Where you are sitting, where I am, is, is my, was my office. I used to make sure that everything is sorted well when you come to worship. Then the Lord picked me <clears throat> and said, now you've been serving in this capacity. Now I want you to serve in another capacity. That's why I am here. Praise the Lord. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Praise the Lord. What I'm sharing this afternoon is the exemplary church from Prophet Micah, chapter number four, the first five verses. Micah, chapter four, from verse one to five. Micah, chapter four, from verse one to five. It reads, in the last days, the mountain of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills. All people from all over the world will stream there to worship. People from many nations will come and say, come, let us go up in the mountain of the Lord to the house of Jacob's Jacob's God, there he will teach us his ways and he will walk in his path. We will walk in his paths. For the Lord's teaching will go out from Zion. His word will go out from Jerusalem. The Lord will meditate, will mediate between peoples and will settle disputes between strong nations far away. They will hammer their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will no longer fight against nation, nor train for war anymore. Everyone will live in peace and prosperity, enjoying their own grapevines and fig trees, for there will be nothing to fear. The Lord of heaven's armies has made this promise. Though the nations around us follow their idols, we will follow the Lord our God forever and ever. The word of the Lord. Friends, I want us to go a little bit to make us get the best out of this chapter. I want us to go a little bit in the chapter 3 of this. But I want to tell you the exemplary church that we are going to examine is the church free from corruptions. The exemplary church is a church rooted in the word of God. And it's a very comfortable and reviving church to those who lay interest of God's church near their hearts 
and are concerned about the welfare of that church. This is the exemplary church. It's the church of God, the church without stains, the church without wrinkles. Now, Prophet Micah lived in a time when wealth and power were consecrated in the hands of a few. And because of this, it brought a lot of social injustices. Greed and corruption were very rampant at that time. False prophets flourished the more. Yet the people of God still felt entitled for God's blessing and God's protection. Like Isaiah, like Hosea, like Amos, Micah insists that God's, you know, the general faithful, the, all the general faith produces justice and practical holiness and want of the coming judgment and called for the people to repent. Now, in that very chapter, from verse 3 to 9, I mean, verse 9 to 11, chapter 3, Michael denounced the sins of the leaders, including the priests, the pastors, the prophets, those who are responsible for teaching the people the right doctrine, the right thing. Those who are responsible for teaching people the wrong thing from the right thing. The leaders who should have known the law and taught the people. They have set the law aside and they became the worst sinners. That is the time that Micah, prophet Micah, wrote this. They were taking advantage of the very people whom they were supposed to serve. I am a priest. I'm a pastor. So prophet Micah was, was denouncing that judgment upon us, the priests, upon the pastors, but upon you, the leaders as well. When we talk of leaders, people look at the priest with the collar, but you are a leader in your capacity. Praise the Lord. Sin is bad. All sin is bad. But friends, I want to tell you that the sin that can lead others astray is the worst of all. And that is what those days they were doing. They were leading people astray. They knew the good thing, but they were not. They became the worst sinners, and then judgment came upon them. When I talk of this last, last night, I watched a documentary from NBS. I know some of you watched it concerning one of the pastors, the, the, the past, apostle who died. Call me pastor, apostle who died already. I watched as I was meditating upon my sermon, and I felt like crying. I said, why? I said, come now. I can mention the name. It's okay. It's not a Ugandan. <laughs> T.B. Joshua. Have you watched it last night? Praise the Lord. You watch the documentary. And you read. Praise the Lord. It's there in the YouTube. I was like, okay, these are the kind of leaders and pastors and priests whom Micah is denouncing judgment upon them. Taking advantage over the people whom you are leading. Sleeping with all the ladies. Calling them one by one in the house. I want to see them one by one locking the room. And then after locking the room, 
The young man could say, why is he calling them one by one? We need to people around and see people having sex. The pastor, the man of God, why don't judgment come upon us? Why don't judgment come upon the leaders? People were getting, the young women were getting pregnant and aborting. What's it? I have aborted once and then the second time, the third time I was dying. Friends, the leaders who should have known the good thing, they were not doing the good thing. Now, in this chapter 4 now, that we are going to examine the first five verses only, Micah shifts from the message of judgment immediately to the one of hope. Praise the Lord. Immediate to the one of hope. So beyond the gloom of the, the immediate future, he sees the glories of the new church. He sees the glories of the visions of the exemplary church. That's what Micah now started seeing. He felt bad. He was mourning about the sins of those people. Then he said, okay. He started seeing the glories of the exemplary church. How this church was going to be. How it should look like. We say the exemplary church is the church which will honor the Lord. So, friends, that exemplary church has the qualities. It has the qualities that, I, that, that Micah wrote them here. The first verse alone, the first two verses, he said, In the last days, the mountains of the Lord's house will be the highest of all, the most important place on earth. It will be raised above the other hills, and people from all over the world will stream there for worship. Praise the Lord. So the followings are the exemplary church that Micah was talking. I've put three. The first two verses. Number one is, exemplary church shall be advanced and enlarged for worshiping the true God. They said it will be raised above other places. In the last days after the defection and destruction of the Jewish church, there shall be a church for God set up in the world. In the days of the Messiah. When we talk of the last day, the last day is the day that the Messiah will reign. His kingdom will reign all over the kingdoms. That's when the Lord God will be worshipped as God without sin. Because he will be in, in charge. He will not allow the things that has been happening those days to happen in these days, in the last days. That is the day the Messiah will be here. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. When God's people shall be incorporated by the new chapter, a new spiritual worship shall be enacted. Not this worship that you call people one by one. By the way, if you read chapter number three, 
very well. Just go and read them. They were paying for the ministry. They were asking for the ministry. They were asking for money. I pray for you, then you give me money. Don't think it has just started today. We are seeing it happening. I'm a pastor, I'm a priest, but I like watching what other priests do as well. I do. When I watch, at times I feel like, God, what God is really, what is it that we are really telling God? Who watches over us even when you congregation don't watch over us? In the secret of our times, are we doing what God wants? The exemplary church. God is not happy. But the church that he wants is that church to be advanced, to be enlarged. Where sin will be called sin. Where the leaders will know that when I committed sin, my judgment is going to be above all other people. Above the people whom I, I served. It will become the center of all religious and political activities. That is the exemplary church we are talking about. The one that Micah is talking about. It will be above, not because of its physical futures, but because of the way the Lord has chosen it to be his dwelling place, the Zion, where he will bless you, where he will bless us. This is the child that we are talking about. It is you and I to make sure that we make that child the exemplary child. Not like the synagogue I watched yesterday. Where people say, they look at it and say, I do not want to go anymore to the church. I don't want to go to the synagogue anymore. There was hell on earth. A section, they call it a medical section. That medical section is where they do all evil. You get pregnant, they come here and abort that is not the example of the church that Micah is talking about. It is you and I to make sure that the church of Christ is the church with a lot of things that God will admire. Not the physical when I walk, but the inside. Because God anyway does not mind about the physical church. He minds about the spiritual church. And it is you and it is I. Praise the Lord. When you accept that church of Christ to be the church, where people will admire it will be. When I chose to be the leader whom God will say this is what it will be. Praise the Lord. They converted Gentiles. The Gentiles nation will encourage one another to make pilgrimage to the temple of God to learn how to live according to the law of God. And that is what it says. Make us say that people from many nations, verse 2, people from many nations will come and say, come, let us go to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of Jacob's God. There he will teach us his way. The converted Gentiles nations, we are the Gentiles nations. We are not the Jews, no. We are the converted. We are the Gentiles. We know the Lord. And I loved it. When I was reading it, I could say, yes, people are coming from all over every June, 3rd June. All over the nation, others from outside the nation, coming as pilgrims. 
Where, why do they come? Where do we go walking? We want to learn more about the, 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 the existence of the Lord. More about him. People are going here to Israel. To Jerusalem. They go here as pilgrims. Why? Because they said, come, let us go in the mountain of the Lord. So that we learn more about this God. Praise the Lord. When you are coming, people who are going to Israel, if you think you are going there, sometimes like I said it, when you are going there as tourists, God forbid. Go there as pilgrims to learn more because we want the church of Christ to be exemplary. We want the body of Christ to be exemplary. When you learn more, you don't just remain with it there. It should be affected. It should manifest in us how our church will grow. How people who do not know the Lord will admire and come and say, I have to go. All saints, I must go. Somebody said, uh, they called me to, 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 to lead a prayer in the session. I'm an intercessor. So when they called me, I didn't know where he knew me from. So when he was introducing me to people, he said, our preacher is here, she's come, but I, she's this, this, she's in this church. One day it was raining, then I went to their church. So I got, there was service. When I sat at the back, I saw everything, what, the prayer, the message, what, I just asked for our number from somewhere. When I asked her number, then I knew that I will need him, her at a certain point. What did he admire of me? Not me. He admired that Jesus Christ is so. He admired that Jesus Christ that is so. And then he said, this is what I want. It has drawn his attention. Can people, when we draw attention of people by the way we live as a church, as individual churches, as the body of Christ, as the saints in this cathedral, can we stop being churchgoers? Praise the Lord. The word of God will go out from Zion. They will carry it with them as they return to their land and put it into effect. Whatever you get, you learn, you don't live. The Gentiles did not live. Those people did not leave them. They carry out. They went with it. They were preaching. They were telling people. Why? Because of what they want the church to be. They were witnessing about the Lord. The goodness of the Lord. People who, go, uh, who come to, 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 to Namugongo, when they go, they will not go the same. They will go and preach the gospel. People, some of you who go to Israel, come here and tell us, yes, you walk where Jesus has walked. Yes, you sat there. You prayed. What are you telling me? What are you telling the church? What are you telling the fellowship? Spread it. It changed your lives, which is the individual church, and also it should change. That's why this year we are having, you know, being rooted in the word. Conforming to the word. When we are conformed to the word, then we transform our lives. The word of God will transform our lives. Or when we are transformed, then we will transform others as well. This year we are carrying on that until December. 
being rooted in the truth of the word of God, conforming to it, that will lead to transformation. As they carry the word of God, carry the word of God. Go along with it. Don't leave it. Don't only be the beneficiary. For me, I would want even to, to say it everywhere. Yeah, I live, you know, with students. They have little time. At times, they, you know, they want to go and then do iron and look around. But when I'm preaching to them, at times, I tell them everything because I also lead students, not only the, 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 the patients. My congregation are also students, very many students. I tell them the exact word of God. I preach to them as if I'm not preaching to them tomorrow, as if tomorrow they're leaving the school. Tell them everything what the Bible wants me to tell them. Because I want to carry the word of God. I don't want to leave it with me. I want them to go. When they're going for holiday, I said, go with Jesus. Go with the word of God. Spread it there. Don't pretend as if you're a non-believer. When you're here, I know you are the saints. Friends, the second thing is, the exemplary church shall be protected in tranquility and peace. Verse 3 and 4. 3 and 4. The Bible says, the Lord will mediate between peoples and will settle disputes between strong nations far away. They will hammer their swords into plushes and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations will no, no longer fight against nations, nor train for war anymore. Friends, and then for said, everyone will live in peace and prosperity, enjoying their own grapes, vine, and fig trees, for they will, they will fear nothing. Exemplary church shall be protected in tranquility and peace. When you read Galatians 3, 26 to 29, will tell us that. Friends, all nations will become true Israelites and enjoy the blessings through the new covenant, through the mediator, through the Messiah, through Jesus Christ. He is our mediator. We were once sinners. He mediated us between the Father. He reconciled us. And now Micah is saying that he is there to mediate us. And when we talk of these friends, when nations follow God's law, they will experience blessing of peace. When we talk of peace, peace, we need peace. We prayed where the, the, the part of the nation where I come from, there was a lot of insecurity and some of the reason is why we are here. A lot of insecurity, no peace for so many years. Some of us where you, you, you don't even sleep in the house, sleep outside. You reach the house in the daytime, you run. Even in the, in the daytime, we eat from the bush. Our mothers cook food and take in the bush because we are almost like, you know, the lion looking for us to devour. Then our mothers protect us because of insecurity. As you want to come home like this, you see the soldiers and you have to run away. So we better stay around near the 
the bush and our mother cooked food. Insecurity. Too much. But now when you see the nations who knows God's law, they would experience peace. We need peace. We need peace as an individual and also we need it as the body of Christ. We need it as the nation. When you talk of, you know what, we need peace, we don't need war. Right now you know what is happening. They are slaughtering people. Innocent blood is being shed. Ten people were slaughtered, including the mother of a priest. Innocently. So we need peace. We need security. And it is only when the Messiah comes. Michael said, when that Messiah comes, we are going to experience that peace. When you pray, the Holy Spirit will come down and we will have that peace. That's why the, 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 the songs that he, he used to sing that when I will pray and you will pray and when together pray the Holy Spirit will come down you God will be saved praise the Lord when we pray I pray. You pray. We together commit ourselves into prayers. The Holy Spirit will come down. Then we will see peace. You cannot get peace by talking and talking and talking and talking. When you are talking about peace, the devil is there talking with you. When you cry about peace, the devil is there crying together with you. It's okay. But as soon as you turn into prayer then the devil will begin to say, this is not my place to be. Amen. Exemplary church need peace and security. And that is what the prophet prophesies, the promise of the Lord, that that day, in the last day, the church is going to have peace. The church is going to have security. The church is going to be exalted high about all other churches. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And I want to tell you that some of those promises we have experienced this already has been prophesied, have been fulfilled now. People are already going out. People are already coming. People are already spreading the good news in radios and everywhere, extending the word of God. People are standing in streets there. Me, I don't condemn them because I was once preaching in the car, taxis. I preach. I said near you, I preach. I said near you, I tell you, do you pray? Where do you pray from? Do you know the Lord? I keep on telling it. Because that is what God wants us to do. That's what God wants the church to be exemplary. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. Don't sit with it, my, my friend. Don't sit with that. Tell somebody. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Obeying God's word will affect every area of the society including our educational and political systems when we obey the Lord. It will. Our economies as well, it will affect it. When we obey the Lord, we know in Uganda, in Africa, it's known of much wars. Yes, it is known. Africa as a whole in Uganda as a whole, we are well known of that. Wars, bloodshed, lack of peace, lack of security. Now we look forward to the establishment of the Messiah's kingdom of peace and security. And it is our responsibility to make sure that we trust and we pray. The last one, friends, 
the exemplary church. But before I go to the last one, there's one point here. When they said the hose, that those pangas, those hose, those pears, I love it. They said it's going to not to be for cutting people. They will hammer their swords into plow shoes and their spears into pruning hook. No more war. Friends, those pangas we are seeing them, they're slaughtering people like banana plantation. Like the matoke, they cut you and put you there. Micah is saying, and the Bible telling us that it will be no more. The thing is going to be done. They're not going to be cutting people anymore. The walls are going to be down. Their hearts are going to be paralyzed. It's just going to be like for gardening, cutting, trimming of trees, not calling it on human beings. It's only the Messiah's kingdom that will allow this thing to happen, not any other kingdom on earth. Amen. And that is what we need to pray for it. We need to pray where you can walk at night going for fellowship, not at night going to do some other things. Because when you go to do other things at night, don't think the Lord is going to protect you anymore. No way. When you are from church overnight, you are going home, you are from preaching the gospel somewhere, you walk at night, translate, you walk and go home without even anybody stopping you, without anybody even stopping the car, without anybody even, you, you can leave the door open and you sleep with it without any problem. That is the time that we need. Right now you sleep as if you are sleeping in your own nation. No way. One of my parishioners, just on the 26th, 27th, they opened, they came, they were tired, opened, they just did not lock the door well. They came, he is an IT person. They entered inside, they even didn't know how they entered, up to the bedroom. In the bedroom they slept. When they woke up, no three computers, nothing, three phones, nothing, and they left. When they opened, where are things? You imagine? They slept, they, they made them to sleep, whereby they pick whatever they want to pick. This is not what the Messiah is coming to do. The Messiah wants, and we are praying for the time, where you will leave the doors open. You will sleep and nothing will happen. You sleep, your doors open. You even leave the box here. You leave your box here. Nothing happens. We've ever gone, people who came, we arrested them here. People come to funeral, funeral service when there are very many. And then this man just put the hands. I don't know how he knew that that man was having a lot of money put the hands here, and then one of our security innocent, as the man was pulling 50,000, then held his hand from here under the tent. Held his hand, and he said, forgive me, forgive me. By the time we went there, we said, leave him to go. We've forgiven you. Don't come here again. The Lord has arrested you today. You imagine in the church, they have ever come in this very church, picking things and they go with it. The church where I was, the TV was their children's TV, big as that. They removed and went with it. Even the people themselves were within. The devil can also make them to turn around. But we want now the time whereby you live in peace. You walk without problem. That is where no wars, no pangas, no spears will not be afraid. That is the church that the Lord wants. Hallelujah. Lastly, brothers and sisters. The exemplary child shall be kept close, constant, and faithful to God. Verse number five. The last verse. And the Bible says, Though the nations around us follow their idols, we will follow the Lord our God forever and ever. Praise the Lord. Though the people near us, 
to our neighbors, though other nations surrounding Uganda are still worshiping their gods. They are still there, even when for us we say no to LGBTQ issues. No to it. We're not saying we're not going to agree with it. We are not. Even when for them they are going to continue to say, yeah, it's okay. It is human rights. As long as the two people agreed, let them continue. It is their right. Though they, they, they sugarcoat it like that, for us we continue to say what? I expected a big no. Unless otherwise. When people say yes to sin, the exemplary church of God should say what? We say no to sin. That's what Micah is saying. Even when those ones there are doing anything that you see, they, they are very influential. They scare us. You are going to, no money is going to be there. We're not, we're cutting off our money. We're going to cut off the money. If you sign, we're cutting off the money. We are not you are going to be poor. Uganda is already, you know, it's that what country you're going to be poor. But who fed us during COVID? Who fed Uganda during COVID? Even the plane were not coming. The flights were cut off. Who fed Uganda? Was it not the Lord? Who gave manna to the Israelites? Manna. When he released them from Egypt, they were hungry. God rained from heaven and gave them what? Manna. And they ate. And they were okay. He just the rock and water came in. Don't be deceived, brothers and sisters. Even when they say yes to idols, for us we are going to say no to idols. Hallelujah. Just say no to worshiping other gods. Those are idols. The young people you are here say no. You still have a future. You're going to work for your money. Don't be deceived. My son said no. It's a long story. I'm not going to get you. Yes, I know my time is now. Somebody did it very well. I want to let me tell you because it will help somebody tomorrow. I was serving the Lord in Luzira. When I was serving the Lord in prison, this American who came. He said, it was a priest. He said, eh, now. He got me in the church, worshiping with the inmates, crying and all them. Then he said, I was almost leaving Anglican church because of how the worship is. But what I came, because in the UK, there's, it's like nothing. Anglican church is not even, it's not even anywhere. But now when I came to Uganda, I got you here in prisons. Moreover, the kind of worship you're having with the inmates, I felt so bad. Give me your prayer request. I gave him my prayer request. They said, there are some people who help. There's somebody, a colleague of mine, who help. So they can pay tuitions and can do this. I said, hey, write the email. I wrote the email. When I wrote the email, after one week, they replied to me. The pastor said, oh, Pascal, they told me about you, how you're serving the Lord, the zeal for the love. So it's okay. I am here to support your children. I said, uh-huh, yes. Will you accept your children to come to the UK? I said, I am someone who will, I love my children so much. Unless I see you, I know who you are, then I will allow. If not, no. I said, okay, I'm coming. But I even paid the one who graduated already. He was talking about boys, 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 boys. Yet it is the boy and the girl. Then he said, does your son have a phone? I said, yes. Can you give me a talk? I said, yes. When they talk with my son, you know this son, he plays the drum when he comes here. My second born, Bruce. When they talk, 
They took my son. I thank God that the Lord has made me and my husband to dedicate our children before the Lord when they are just born. As soon as I am able to go to church, I brought them before the church. So they knew nothing apart from church. So when the boy said, they started talking in my house. I, we have only men. I don't have women. I'm not married. So my son being intelligent is a very good researcher of the Bible. And then he said, hmm. then I said, uh -huh, what are you talking about? He promised heaven on earth. And he was telling you, and my son to bring other friends, he's coming to meet all of them at my place. Then when they talk, 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 then my son said, mommy, I want to sit with you with daddy. Because the man was not talking to me, he was talking to them. We sat on the veranda. Then he started reading the WhatsApp, the conversation between the two. Between him and he was the one lecturing and teaching the man of God, the so-called man of God. Telling him, is this what you do? Is this what your congregation believes in you? Do they know what you're doing? Blah, blah, blah. Then he said, mommy, for this reason, pop, he cut off. I said, I'm not going to block him. I want to preach for him the gospel. My son blocked him. Then we knelt down and prayed. Said, if this man is coming to Uganda because of my family, we pray. We knelt down, we prayed. He should not come. As we prayed, COVID came and lockdown came. Friends, if you joke with the prayers, lockdown came, the man did not what? Appear. He said, I'm coming in August. I said, don't come. I told him, I said, if you're coming to Uganda, because for me, I did not block him. I want to preach to him. Up to today, I preached to him. He said, I'm not going to block. If you're coming to Uganda with such kind of thing, we Ugandan, we are not there for it. I'm not desperate. I'm in prisons. I work in prisons. There's no money, but I'm not desperate. The, the man did not come up to today. The conversation between him and me changed. Now I know that I was a man of God. Friends, don't be desperate. Don't be desperate and follow everything and accept everything. By now, I myself would have not been in Uganda. I would just been very far there doing nothing and hell. I would have even died. Maybe my children would have even died. My young man said no and closed him immediately with anger. Can we be that young people? Even when others are serving hell, can we say no to it? That's what Prophet Micah is saying. Say no to it. You will not die. He's right now he's, he's in medical school without anybody's money. Without anybody's money. But the money that the Lord gave to me. In the meantime, even though other nations will still be following other, their own false god, the remnant must remain faithful. I and you must remain faithful. Reaffirm, uh, you just, I and you, we are here to reaffirm our commitment to the Lord. Reaffirm your commitment to the Lord. In the name of God, walk with the Lord. He will help you. We must take the character and nature of God as the standard of what is right. Let's stand up and we pray. What is right? Praise the Lord. What kind, what, what, what exemplary church do you want? What kind of church do you want to be as an individual? The exemplary church. Those characters, those qualities, those attributes. Can it be in you? The church without stains? The church which will not take advantage over the people whom they lead? Can that be so? If we can, I could say yes, we can. We are going to pray together. Yes, we can. We are going to pray together. So that we present the body of Christ, the church, 
the radiant church without wrinkles, without stains. That is what we need. So I want us to pray. Thank you, Jehovah. Thank you, King of glory. We worship and bless you. Thank you, Jehovah. The exemplary church. Lord, you condemned and you denounced the church that take advantage of the people they lead. You condemned the priests. You condemned and denounced the pastors, the leaders. Father, before you, Father God, the priests, before you, their pastors, before you, their leaders. Lord, I pray that in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the living God, we come in repentance, my master. We come in repentance, my master. Where we have not presented your church well. Where we have blasphemed your name, oh God. Where we have taken your church astray, King of glory, where we have taken advantage, King of glory, over the body that you have given unto us, King of glory. I plead mercy, my master, that remember mercy upon us, King of glory, on our own individual church, oh God, the individual churches, oh God, the old body of Christ, oh God, the saints at all things, here, my master, I plead mercy, King of glory, that remember mercy upon us, oh God, remember mercy, even on the families, oh King of glory, who are still taking advantage of God, who are still being there, wavering around of God, who are still lukewarming my master, that is not what you want you want a church to be an example, you want a role model church my master, can we be role model church my master, Lord cause us oh God, burden our hearts my master, burden the hearts of these your people to be role model to be a role model child where the people will admire and people come, King of Glory. Let the leaders be the leaders who will attract people to come, King of Glory. Let the leaders, the pastors be the people who will preach the real gospel, King of Glory, who will attract people to come and worship my master. I pray for the church, King of Glory, not the church that will take people away, but the church which will draw people closer in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for this very church, the church of the Messiah, that will reign and reign, my master, in the name of Jesus Christ, the living God. Lord, I pray that this afternoon, King of Glory, may each and every one for the good who has come before you go as the church, go as the pilgrims, take people to worship you, lead people into worshiping you, not leading people astray in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are looking for a man, you are looking for a woman, you are looking for a church who will represent you well, who will teach the real gospel, who will not deter away, who will be an example and this is the woman who is here. And this man is here. He is there here. In the name of Jesus Christ, the living God. Lord, I pray that you raise men and women. Raise men and women who will stand, who will be the charge, who will stand firm, who will not go away, who will not take advantage, who will not be waving around, my master, who will not be taken away, oh God, by the false doctrines, my master. I pray, King of glory, that may judgment never be upon us, oh God. May we continue to do the right thing, my master. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I bless your holy name. Lord, I give you the honor. I give you the glory. Thank you for opening up our minds, oh God. Thank you, King of glory, because you came that we may love, have life in its fullness, King of glory. May we be rooted in you. Even when others say no to you, we will still stand and say, yes, you are our Lord. We give a good testimony about you. Thank you, Jehovah. We bless your holy name. We give you the corner. We give you the glory. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.